and welcome to another episode of Wealth Planning Illuminated. I am your host, Teresa Marks, a Senior Wealth Strategist at CIBC Private Wealth in the U.S. I am joined today by my colleague, Beth Mayfield, also a Senior Wealth Strategist at CIBC Private Wealth. In today's episode, Beth and I will take a look at how to build flexibility into trusts, especially those trusts that are meant to last for many generations. This is part four in our four-part series focusing on lifetime gift planning. Okay, let's get started. With the increased lifetime exemption amounts, a lot of clients are thinking about making large gifts into long-term trusts. But I think at the same time, they're also getting a little nervous about making the decision today about how those trusts will work for years and years and years. So how do we build flexibility into a trust? You know, not only to make the the grantor more comfortable today, but to make sure that we can adapt to changing circumstances over time. Yeah, I mean, flexibility is so important. And it's probably one of the key things that I see on a daily basis with clients with their concern of, you know, making those large gifts into trust. And really one of the easiest ways to build flexibility into a trust document is to give the trustee broad discretion. And, you know, when that trustee has that broad discretion, no beneficiary is entitled to anything. So it really allows the trustee to make that decision and to have the authority to determine when distributions are made from the trust. And by being able to do that, by having that authority, they can really respond to changing circumstances mm-hmm. and needs in the future. You know, so some place that I, I see that a lot is where a grantor maybe gave withdrawal rights to their kids. Right. And then and then, you know, 15 years later, they go, wait, why did I give withdrawal rights at 40 when you know I don't think they're ready yet? But so instead of giving that discretion, letting the trustee decide, are they ready at 40 or are they maybe ready at 45? We get that we get that flexibility without the, the automatic withdrawal right or something like that. Yes. So I mean, as long as you have someone or a, a, a corporate fiduciary that you can put into that role mm-hmm. as trustee that you trust, yeah. that is definitely probably the easiest way to ensure that you're going to have you know really good flexibility going into the future. So what if you have a trust that maybe you didn't you know have broad trustee discretion? And you want to modify it. Is, is there a way you can build that into the document or think about, you know, an easy way to maybe modify it? Yeah, more and more states are actually allowing, you know, easier ways to modify irrevocable trust, which is a good thing because, you know, once again, you know, people put this on paper and then they don't know what's what's in store in the future and they may want to make changes. But what we're seeing a lot of now is decan- decanting. And basically what that is, is it, it allows uh, someone to, you know, you, you've got a trust, but you can actually create a new trust with the terms, the provisions that you want and dump the assets from the existing trust into the new trust and with those new provisions. And that's something that the trustee does? Yes, the the trustee is actually in control of that. So once again, you want a trustee that you trust and that you feel very, very comfortable with, but the trustee can, can take those trust assets and put them into a new trust with more favorable trust provisions. So, so and, and no courts involved typically then? No, with decanting, there's no court involvement. So it's really, you know, and every state is different. Mm-hmm. Some states allow decanting, some states do mm-hmm. not allow decanting. Mm-hmm. So you really have to look at your state law and see what's allowed. Um, but if the state does allow decanting, it's usually a much simpler and less expensive process than going through the court system and getting a formal judicial modification of the trust. And, and are you seeing 
people include in their documents a reference to decanting or maybe a trustee power to decant just to kind of confirm that that's okay? Absolutely. I mean, now we see it more and more, especially in those states that have more recently allowed decanting because you want to get that flexibility. It gives, you know, goes back to picking a trustee you trust. Mm -hmm. And if you do, when you have that trustee you trust, you want to give them the broadest possible authority because you really don't know what the future holds, especially for some of these trusts like dynasty trusts that you intend to go for multiple generations. You really want to put that flexibility in there. So we've talked a lot about the trustee. What about other fiduciaries that might also add a little bit of flexibility to a trust document? Yeah, you could also name a trust protector in the document. And this is someone who's not a trustee, but they have powers to actually go in and, and make changes to the trust um, for provisions that may no longer, you know, may no longer serve. I mean, they could do things such as change beneficiaries, they could replace trustees, they could they could change investment powers, the trust situs. It can really, you know, do a lot to make the trust what they want it to be without having to go through the process of decanting or a judicial modification. And I've seen that a lot where, you know, clients may be created the, the trust before certain types of investments where the investment power was very restrictive, but now as, you know, we've gotten more sophisticated in types of investments, you know, using a trust protector just to tweak the investment provision to make sure that there's a broad range of investment options for the trust and for the beneficiaries you know, it's a quick and easy change and, and again, br- br- brings that flexibility. Absolutely. Anything you can do when you are putting a, an irrevocable trust in place, especially one that's going to be in place for multiple generations, mm-hmm. I always, you know, advise my clients to put as much flexibility in the document as they're comfortable with. And that gives them comfort today to know that it, you know, it's, it's irrevocable, but, but changeable. That's right. Yeah. It's the best of both worlds. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Wealth Planning Illuminated. We hope you found this topic interesting and that you will continue to explore the variety of wealth planning topics available to you on this channel. Thank you and have a great day. CIBC Private Wealth Management includes CIBC National Trust Company, CIBC Delaware Trust Company, CIBC Private Wealth Advisors Incorporated, all of which are wholly owned subsidiaries of CIBC Private Wealth Group LLC and the private banking division of CIBC Bank USA. All of these entities are wholly owned subsidiaries of Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. This document is intended for informational purposes only, and the material presented should not be construed as an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any security. Concepts expressed are current as of the date of this publication only may change without notice. Such concepts are the opinions of our investment professionals, many of whom are chartered financial analyst charter holders or certified financial planner professionals. Certified Financial Planner Board of Standards Incorporated owns the certification marks CFP and Certified Financial Planner in the U.S. There is no guarantee that these views will come to pass. Past performance does not guarantee future comparable results. The tax information contained herein is general and for informational purposes only. CIBC Private Wealth Management does not provide legal or tax advice, and the information contained herein should only be used in consultation with your legal, accounting, and tax advisors. To the extent that information contained herein is derived from third-party sources, although we believe the sources to be reliable, we cannot guarantee their accuracy. The CIBC logo is a registered trademark of CIBC used under license. Investment products are not FDIC insured, may lose value, and are not bank guaranteed. 